I'm Camila Peebles, and this is Real Charlotte Living, a weekly podcast dedicated to Charlotte area lifestyle, business, and real estate. On today's episode, we're going to discuss what's going on in the real estate market and the importance of choosing a winning team. My guest today is Annika Lynn, an award-winning senior loan officer and certified mortgage advisor with Movement Mortgage. Her accolades include the President's Club three times over and the nationally ranked Scotsman's Guide. Annika credits her immigrant parents for her frugal nature and the foundation of her success. I have the pleasure of knowing her as a great business partner and friend. Annika, welcome to Real Charlotte Living. Camilla, I'm so delighted to be here. I am so happy to have you. This is our first episode. Yep. And there the first person that came to mind was you. Oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> so I'm so glad to have you here today. And what I'd like you to do first is to share just a little bit about kind of how you got into the mortgage industry and what you love most about it. Oh, I'd love to. I love the mortgage industry. I started with um, really a huge upheaval in my life. I went through a divorce and had cancer and found myself really needing to make a change because I really needed insurance and I really needed an income so that I could keep food on the table for my kids. And uh, one of my dearest friends had been with Movement for years, Movement Mortgage, and she showed me yet another video about how this company was changing the, the landscape of lending, but more than that was making an impact in our community and in the world. And I thought, I wanna be part of that. And I thought, you know what, I love math and I love people, I'll be a loan officer. Now, mind you, I didn't so much as have a credit card. I knew <laughs> nothing about loans, nothing about <laughs> lending, but the beauty of facing everything I was facing was that I had no choice but to succeed. I was being chased by a dragon and either I figured it out or we were in real trouble. So I, I jumped that. into this crazy world of lending and by God's grace was put under um, just a couple, especially my second one, of excellent loan officers who really, really taught me the ropes of the industry. Uh, my, my dear mentor and advisor, Simon Bryce, our office was the size of a phone booth. My chair hit his <laughs> and we sat there every day and as he would talk, I would take notes because he was just so wise and he knew exactly what he was doing and he had the integrity and love for his clients to boot and it was just the perfect match for me. So that's how I got started in the industry in 2014 and I love it. I love what I do and it's because for me, and I know this is true for you, that it's not about the transaction. Amen. I don't even care about the transaction in a sense. Um, I care about my clients. Yeah. I love my clients. And I get the privilege of stepping into their lives in the most intimate place. Um, I, I sometimes laugh. In the 50s, people would share who they were, and then they would you know, share finances, then they would get married, then they would share their beds. And now it's the opposite. And yeah. you know, people jump into bed together, and they jump into relationships with each other, and they may never share their finances. And people come to me and they share their financial story with me. Yeah. And that to me is just an enormous privilege. Um, and then more than that, I meet up with many, many people who don't understand the game of money. Yeah. Many people who've never been taught how to use money and how to, and I call it a game, it's not a game really, but, but there are rules to it. 
And yeah. if people follow the rules, they build financial security and wealth. And it's not that we worship wealth, you know this, yeah. but it's that when you know how to handle money and your finances are in order, your marriages become stronger, your families are more stable, mm -hmm. and you sleep better at night. And that's my goal, to change my world one person at a time. As people walk into my door, which of course I hardly ever meet people in person, but as I get introduced to them, as I, as I start pouring into their lives, I get that wonderful privilege to help them do a financial reset mm -hmm. or maybe learn the rules of the game. Um, and in that way, for me, that's how I break down barriers in a world that seems um, very determined to break us up into different components and make us all enemies and hate each other. I don't, I don't want any part of that. Yeah. I'm all about, like you, let's, let's bring our community together. Let's love each other yeah. and let's grow together. You know, I love that. That's why I love working with you. Oh, like because we do share the same heart yeah. and a lot of the same philosophy behind you know our relationships with our clients and the difference that we're making and our our involvement. To your point, it's not just the transaction, right? Um, you spoke about the rules of money. Yes. What would some of those rules be? I've no, I don't know that I've heard that the rules of money worded think, that way before. I think I made it up. Um, <laughs> You know, I say to people all the time, if I came over to your house today and I rolled a bowling ball off your kitchen counter, you would not be surprised if it hit the floor. That's okay. the law of gravity. If you walk outside, you see your tomato plant leaning toward the sun. Phototropism. It's a law of science. What people don't realize is that everything in our world is structured. It's designed. And money is no different. And if you follow the rules of money, if you treat money, I, I kind of anthropomorphize money a little bit. I make it human. <laughs> um, but if you follow the rules, money will stay with you. It's almost like a puppy. Okay. So um, the, obviously the number one rule of money is that nobody gives away money. And that's really important. As somebody in the financial industry, many times people call me and they say, I'm a first-time homebuyer. Like they're going to get something free. I'm yeah. like, no, nobody gives away money. You yes. know. So yes, there are first-time homebuyer programs, but... I want you, my client, to understand the cost and the benefit of that. Let's determine, does this really make sense? Mm -hmm. Does this really bless you long-term to take somebody else's money? Yes. You know? um, and so that, then that, that pours into, say, credit scores. If you don't pay somebody back, they're going to hurt you as long as they can and as hard as they can. Yeah. That's the nobody gives away money rule. You're much better off pay every single bill and pay everything on time yeah. because you'll pay one way or the other, you're going to pay. Yes. You know, um, the second rule of money, I would say, is that nobody even likes it if you touch their money. So we walked into this beautiful studio today, and there's your purse. Yes. And if I slipped over and pulled out a 20, we love each other. We've yes. known each other for years. You probably would have a question about that. Yes. You know? Um, and we're close enough that you'd probably say, take it if you Yes. But, but at <laughs> the same time... Do you need gas money? Right. Do you need gas money? So... Um, and how does that impact your, let's say, credit score? Because everything's, in, you know, your credit score is important. Um, so with, just by touching the money of, you know, a credit card company, mm -hmm. your score is going to drop. So my credit score is probably in the 820s. But if I put $500 on my credit card, my one little credit card, uh, my score would drop 60 points overnight because I touched their money. And that's an important rule to know. Why? Because every commercial on TV, Jennifer Garner and Samuel L. Jackson, we all trust him. Yeah. Kevin Hart, funniest guy in the world, living in this great neighborhood on TV. They all say what's in your wallet. And they sort of quietly imply that rich people live on credit cards. Yeah. They don't. Rich people drive old cars. Yes. They live in little houses. Yes. You know, 
that's how you become rich. So I drive a 2001 Honda Accord, super sexy. <laughs> <laughs> I get pulled over a lot by 90 year old men. No, I'm kidding. So just kind of understanding that. And I, I would say the third thing I tell people is that um, your credit, you should treat it like you would treat your virtue and your integrity. Hmm. So it was perhaps ill-advised the day I was talking to my young client, Jennifer, who had 10 credit cards and I tell stories about money to explain it, and I heard myself saying, Jennifer, do you sleep with 10 guys at the same time? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Shouldn't have said that. And she said, no, of course not. And I said, then why would you let 10 strangers put their hand in your wallet? Your, your credit is something to be guarded. Not, not everybody gets to become part of your credit profile. Yeah. So when you walk up to the Lowe's counter or Victoria's Secret counter and they say, do you want to save 20%? First off, your spidey sense should start tingling because nobody gives away money. Yes. And they're well, asking, one. Right. And they're asking to put their hands into your, your wallet. Yes. And that's not okay. That's how you build wealth. So that's, uh, those are some of the rules of money. I love it. I love it. Those are great, Thank great you. rules. Um, So now let's talk about the market yes. and what's going on out yes. there. Oh, it's crazy, <laughs> isn't it? We are in this uh, wild, wild west we are. together. Yes. Um, yes. So tell me what you see on, on your end from the lending world. Interesting. Mm -hmm. It's a very interesting question. I see, um, obviously, a housing shortage. Mm -hmm. You know, we see that. Um, I see tons of people more than ever before moving into the area, which is causing a greater constriction on availability of houses. Uh, and so if, if sometimes I hear people talking about a bubble, we can certainly dispense with that because Correct. you can't have a housing bubble when there's a shortage of houses. Yes. But there is a very legitimate and real housing shortage, and the reasons are probably fivefold. Okay. One is um, the cost of lumber having doubled from mm -hmm. last year to this. And I would say that's impacting builders and how they build. Uh, number two, they, builders, I think, are still a little gun-shy after the fall in 08. They're not building as, as quickly as we need them to. Yeah. Uh, number three, there was a spike in births about 30 years ago, which means that we have a tremendous number of new um, home creations is what we call that, which means there is a, a lot of people moving into the market, snapping up homes, whereas if you or I move, we are a one-to-one. -one. We sell one, we buy one, we don't There's impact even the market. transfer. Even okay. transfer, exactly. Number three, uh, or number four, I think, I, there's so many people moving here from all over the country. Um, my last couple of phone calls were from Utah, uh, California, Colorado. I've got people moving here from Pennsylvania, New Hampshire. Oh, wow. People are moving here from all over the country. And so that's you know, causing house prices mm -hmm. to, to also go up and causing that constriction here in the area. Okay. So, so that's something I'm seeing. Um, and of course people paying more for houses, Yes. you know, and I view that maybe differently than some people view it as overpaying. I, I absolutely don't. Correct. And the reason I don't is that you're not buying your house today for the, the value it has today. You're buying your house today for the value it's going to have in the future. So to put that into real life, maybe an example, I bought a house last June. And when I got to the house, there was somebody in the house and there were two people in the cul-de-sac. And I thought, hmm, if this is the right house, I better hit it with a big stick. So I offered, at the time, this was a little bit unheard of, but I offered $15,000 over. 
Okay. And I thought, I don't even care because give it six months, it's going to be worth 15 grand more. Yep. So I bought the house, I think at 485, 45. And I saw it on Zillow the other day. Zillow, of course, is not that accurate, but it's, no. it's a benchmark, <laughs> you know? So I saw it somewhere and it actually it might not have been Zillow for listed at a value of 530 someplace else at 550. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, so a lot of the name of the game in our area is get in where you fit in. Exactly. You see, not nobody's buying their dream house as your very first house particularly, but just get in someplace because then you'll start building wealth yes. in that equity of the home. Yes. And then as you have a house, now you've got the leverage to build into the next house. Yes. So that's some of the things I'm seeing. Okay. Yeah, that's exactly what I see as well. And it's the same thing that I tell people right now. It's I have clients who are, oh, I don't want to overpay for a house. Right. And I'm like, this house in a couple of months is going to be worth more than what you're paying today. Exactly. And this house in a couple of months, you won't be able to afford. So as you said, right. get in where you fit in, right. get in now, stay there a little bit. And honestly, in Charlotte, you, and in this area, you don't even have to stay long. No. I have clients who it's been two years and we're turning over, you know, $80,000 yes. in profit. Right. Like, where do you get that return? Nowhere. Nowhere. Anywhere. You know, and, and Camilla, <laughs> I think it's really helpful for our listeners to have some real numbers. And yes. so one thing I would say is that the um, appreciation that we're seeing is about 12 and a half percent year over year. So let's do a little math because math is the best thing That's in the whole world. That's your jam. There we go. So <laughs> you buy a house today for $300,000 if that level of appreciation holds moving forward. And of course, there's no guarantee, but the only way we can calculate is, you know, on a year over year. Yes, it's the forecast. So it's a forecast kind of backwards to predict forward. Um, so a house you buy today for three hundred dollars is going to be worth three thirty dollars in a month. So that's where the math is so important and that's where our clients can really take a, a deep breath. You, you're going to stay in this house for, usually people plan to stay for five to seven mm -hmm. years and sometimes even more. Yeah. So finding the right house in the right location is, is, is key. Um, but I would definitely, I think we may talk about this, having the right partnership to yes. get you there is even more important yes. because otherwise you don't get your offer. You don't accepted. get what you want. <laughs> And you're still looking months exactly. later. <laughs> That's definitely true. Um, so, you know, we have talked about kind of what's going on in the market and just, you know, and, you know, the fear that there's going to be a bubble and that things are going to crash. I've heard right. that too. And, it's, right. and I keep telling people, you don't understand. We've been in a shortage for years. Right. You know, they say a healthy market, a balanced market is six months. Yes. Well, when I bought back in 2017, we had a three-month supply. Yes. So we're still, you know, that shortage hasn't gone away. No. It's only been magnified. Correct. So now we're down to a couple of weeks worth of inventory. Right. So now it seems, you know, people are more attentive to the fact that we're in a deficit, but it's actually been there for years. And to your point, the builders can't build fast enough right. to get us what we need. I don't know if you're seeing this as well, but there are a couple of new housing developments. There's one over off Idlewild Road where the builder is building a little pocket neighborhood, none of which he's planning on selling. They're all going to be rental rentals. Rentals, yes. So yes. that's a little concerning. Yes, there are several of those. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, so now let's go to... Um, we talked about the craziness of the market and getting the right house, getting in where you fit in. 
how does having the right team, how does your lender, how does your realtor, like, let's talk about, you know, how those things come into play. I love that question. Um, and I can, I can speak to both and I'd love your opinion as well. So I'll speak to the realtor side of things. It really matters who you pick as a realtor. It's probably extremely important for you not to pick your cousin yes. <laughs> because she's a realtor. Uh, sometimes I say to my clients, if you walk outside right now and throw a rock, a realtor, a realtor will fall out of a tree. Yes. They're everywhere. Yes. And I think knowing your, the person that is going to help you with a home purchase is helping you with the largest purchase of your life. And I sometimes say to my clients, when you're going to have surgery, you don't shop around for the cheapest surgeon. You shop for the best. And when it's your finances, you need to do the same thing. Um, there's always somebody that's going to offer a cut rate service. There's always somebody that's going to be cheaper and that's not what you want. This mm -hmm. is the biggest purchase of your life. And oftentimes, let's say you do that with a surgery, you can end up dying. I had a, a, a friend actually, um, she was from South America and she went back to South America to have an elective surgery and she died. Oh wow. And she went there because it was cheaper there. Yeah. And you know, a beautiful young woman, two year old son, it was a, a tremendous tragedy. And I, so I would I'd carry that idea into finances and your home. You need a true professional with a true, a proven track record mm -hmm. who's going to walk with you from start to finish and beyond. And you yeah. need that on both sides of the equation. Yeah. Um, and more than that, as you're, you're sort of um, hinting at, I think, and, and maybe you can speak to this, yeah. is a whole team. Exactly. That is going to work together very, very well. It's going to be available to answer your questions. Um, I, I say to my clients all the time, you want a local lender so that you can get in your car, grab Camila, zip over to my office, and we'll all drive over to the underwriter's house to strangle them. Yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So it, it really matters. Yeah. So what, how, what, how do you see it? Because you're, you've been in the industry a long time. Yeah. I see... I do. I approach everything as a team, mm -hmm. um, and so when most of my business is referral, and when people come to me, you know, one of my first questions is, "Do you have a lender? Are you pre-approved?" Right. And you know, recently I've had people who come with, "Oh yeah, I just you know I found this dot com and." They're going to give me this great rate and I just go online and I just fill out this form and it spits out a pre-approval for me and immediately something inside of me cringes right? because I've had the experience yes. with the dot-com lenders where we didn't close on time. It was a nightmare for communication. Um, I couldn't get responses. We, things had to get pushed out. Yeah. The worst transaction I ever had was with a dot-com. And my poor clients on both, fortunately, this was years ago. If this had happened in today's market, oh, no. they would have lost the house. Absolutely. So the sellers were unusually uh, patient. Wow. Their house had been sitting for a little bit. So wow. they were eager, you know, right. they were tied into the success of this deal closing sure. just as much as I, we had to change our closing date two times. Wow. Can you imagine that happening right no. now? No. People like, are walking away from that. <laughs> you will not. Yeah. You yeah. will not have that house if you don't have a lender Absolutely. that can close the deal. And so when I have, you know, people come now with these off the wall or, or even sometimes 
you know, banks are great. We need our large financial institutions, right. but they are, they have a reputation for being slow and not being able to process as quickly or as thoroughly. And so when I have someone come to me and I find out that their lender isn't someone local or someone with a reputation like yeah. Movement Mortgage, a reputation for getting things done, I ask them, I, because I know you, <laughs> ask them to call my friend Annika. Sometimes, you know, it also depends on how well I know them. Right. You know, that relationship. Absolutely. So you, I never want to make someone feel that I'm, you know, pressuring them to go not. one way. No. I get it. You're trying to get the best deal. Right. But what you have to understand on my end as the professional who's out here battling and trying to win deals, I know that it matters. It does matter. And the beautiful thing of having someone like you is I can call you. If something's wrong, I can call you. If I need a pre-approval letter, if we're driving to a house and we're really our, you know, our the possibility of them what the, the buyers wanting to put an offer on that house is high. Right. I can call you, I can text you and say, yeah. "Hey, we're on our way to this house." I've usually looked at it, you know, in advance. So I know we're going to go X amount yep. either the sales at this point nobody's paying sales price let's just <laughs> let's just be real <laughs> like whatever you're trying to win this thing right, we got to exactly. go for it um you know so i can get that really quickly if there's an issue if there's if something is taking it i don't know what's going on i call you and you can tell me hey i need this this and this so i can go back to my client and say hey you know this this transaction yeah. is dependent upon you getting your information turned in so how can i help you you know move that it's along it really does matter and i can say just just this year Annika, i can't tell you how many times that i've won offers because I have a lender who will call the listing agent mm -hmm. immediately yeah. after I deliver the offer. And they've talked to my lender and they're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe, blah, blah, blah. She sounds great. And then they're like, and you sound great. Like I had yeah. one recently that we won. The listing agent literally told me, you know, asked if we would come up to meet this other competing offer because she's like, I don't want to work with them. Wow. Like it literally came wow. down to what she didn't say basically is I don't like the other person's team yeah. and the team that your client has, I want to work with them. That's so great. can you meet this offer, which my clients did and now we're under contract getting ready to close. But that's, I love that client too. <laughs> you know, and let me tell our listeners and you maybe a little tiny bit of the behind the scenes that they don't know. Yeah. It, because our clients don't understand the complexity of what, they're embarking on. Yep. And part of the reason I can serve them so well is that my team, the movement mortgage team is so accessible. I can lift up my phone, which nobody could see and scroll, scroll through literally hundreds of phone numbers for every closer, every underwriter, mm -hmm. every team leader, the head loan, loan officer in Virginia beach, the head of the appraisal department, the head of the condo department, I can literally call everybody in power so that when there's a challenge, we can come up with a solution. It's very collaborative. Mm -hmm. Now that is very unusual. Most lenders cannot talk to their underwriters. In some cases, even with local companies, as a particular local company, they're not allowed to talk to their underwriters. 
So when there's a problem, wow. the loan just gets denied and you have no recourse. And that might be one reason why other lenders are super difficult to, to reach because they don't have an answer. Mm -hmm. But my company really, we really did want to change how lending was done in the area and in, in, in our world. Yes. And I think that's one of the reasons we're the number one lender in North and South Carolina. And you know we continue to grow because we're different. We're doing it differently. And at the end of the day, it protects our clients' money. Yes. It protects their their home ownership. And I think even just servicing the loan afterward, you know, not having to struggle to contact your loan servicer, it's really important. It's a concierge service that doesn't cost a penny. And that's what's so exciting to get to provide to our clients. I love that. I love yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> you have, you know, so at the end of the day, it's, you know, looking at your lender is not just someone who can get me a pre-approval letter, right. but really looking at a strategic partnership. Yes. yes. Like at the end of the day, we are building a strategic partnership Absolutely. so that you can walk in the door confidently and go for your dream. Absolutely. That, you know, yes. that's, that's what we do. And, and let me bring in our attorney as yes. well. We work very closely with a man named the name. Oh, yeah, absolutely. With, uh, for her law in Matthews. Yep. And I, I have that. another client who had something unexpected pop up. It was a judgment. And Robert Forger has been working tirelessly on her behalf for free to resolve this. She had no idea it was even in existence. You can't pay money for that, yeah. for people that really care. He didn't call her and say, hey, I need $500. I'm going to get to work for you. He just quietly got to work yeah. and has solved the problem. That's what you get when you pick the right people yes. for your team. Yes. Does that make sense? And and even we, we don't worry about is the closing going to happen. Yep. We have never gotten a phone call that said, if I don't get the closing package by 10 a.m., we're not closing today. Yes. We've never had anything like that. And if it came down to it and we needed him to, Robert would close a loan for us at 5.30 on a Friday night, yes. you know, if we asked him to, if we need, you know, you can't pay money for that. Yep. And that's what saves our clients money. That's what saves them worry. Yes. And it gives them assurance through the transaction and even beyond. And that's what's so exciting to be part of with you. Yes. I love, I love our team. I tell people like, I have the dream team. I'm sorry, but yep. I'm walking in, we're closing it. It's yes. getting done. It's getting done. It's getting done. <laughs> And that's a great, you know, for me as an agent, it's mm -hmm. reassuring because yes. I know when I'm presenting an offer, I've got a, I've got a team, like yes. I've got the dream team and we're going to get this thing done. And I actually have a reputation for getting it done yep. because of the people that I have chosen to strategically partnership uh, partner you, with. With a great partner, you can throw the ball and know it's going to get caught. And yes. that's nice too, because you don't have to keep turning back to yes. make sure, are we okay here? No, yes. you can go on. And take care of your next client and yes. not leave them hanging. Yeah. You know, so so that's that's the exciting thing. And I think the other thing too is because it's a relationship, yeah, we work together to help each other. So if somebody does drop the ball, absolutely there's no, oh, they didn't do this or they didn't do that. It's let's fix it. Yes. We let's are constantly let's get problem solving right. and adjusting and pivoting as we need to. Yes. And getting because at the end of the day. We're, try we're here to get the job done yes, and get you absolutely. across the finish line. Yep. So Every day. Our clients. I love that. Me too. I love that. I love hey. working with you. Me too. Me too. <laughs> I, 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 I totally agree. From the moment we met years ago, here we are all these years later. Yes. So yes. Good. So good. Well, 
Everyone, I hope you have found this episode um, informative and encouraging. Um, I hope it's given you some things to think about. And stay tuned for more episodes of Real Charlotte Living as we discuss more about what's going on in the real estate market, the arts and culture scene in Charlotte, business, and anything else. Until then, I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye.